It's time for Thriller Thursdays here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. And now, episode 199. The Pincer Move. Why, sir, you seem surprised to see me. After all, you've been following me all the way from London to Warsaw. You obviously saw us when the train pulled into the station. Yeah, I saw you before you saw me, so I pretended not to be looking. Hello, Agent Hawk. I must say that I'm surprised to see you here. Not as surprised as I am seeing you here. We were wondering how we were going to arrest you. Ugh, I bet you were afraid that I'd jump off the train. I told her you wouldn't do that. I know you will need to arrest me. I just ask that you don't cuff me until we get into the car in Kiev. You have me word I won't run. Then why have you been running? Did you get the message I left in the van? Yes, we did. S.O.S. Quite clever. I learned from the best. We know about your mother. Is that why you're following someone's directions? I was sent a photo of Mum holding that day's newspaper. I was told that if I didn't do as they say, then... We know, Jameson. Director Cage has our best people working on it. What did you mean by, I have a few I'd like to ask him too? I figured the man who was following me in the hotel was working with the agency. I didn't know he was working with you two. I was also afraid that the Russians were getting involved too. What about the money in your bank account? Well, there isn't a lot. What about it? Someone deposited £50,000 in your bank account. £50,000? Are you serious? You didn't know about that? They told me that my assets were frozen. They weren't when you disappeared. Director Cage had them frozen once we discovered the money. I suppose that made me look rather guilty. As did the one-way ticket to Salvador. £50,000 and a one-way ticket. I suppose I'd arrest me too, given that evidence. I want you both to know that I had nothing to do with the missing agent. We were pretty much convinced you were being framed. There were just too many inconsistencies, like not hiding your face from surveillance cameras. And using your credit cards to leave a trail. And no attempt to disguise yourself. Except when you were leaving the hotel. Whoever's behind this thought that you were getting too close, so they made me sneak out the back service door. With no gloves and the same shoes, you wore to check-in. I was hoping someone would catch that. So your handlers knew we were trailing you? Someone informed them that you two were following me. Two? Jameson, there were three of us following you. That's odd, because I was told specifically that there were two agents following me. One was IDF and one was American. And one was a Ukrainian called Anton. And probably the one who informed your handlers to get you out of there. This Anton fellow... I presume he's the one I saw at the hotel? Yes. He was supposed to be on this train with us, but he made some excuse at the last minute. He said because you knew us, we'd have a better chance of taking you peacefully. And since you were traumatised over your mother's disappearance, it might be easier if we made the arrest. That was something that only Kate and I and the director knew. What are you supposed to do when you arrive in Kiev? I have to go to this address. There, another cab will pick me up and take me to an undisclosed address. 
There will be someone inside that cab just like me. This person will get out of the cab while I proceed to my final destination. Ah, the old bait and switch. Do you know where this final destination is or what you're supposed to do when you get there? Unfortunately, it's a no to both questions. Given the fact that these people may be holding your mother, we'll let it play out. My biggest concern is Anton. We will need to address this with Agent Doug. I appreciate that, sir. By the way, how are they keeping track of your whereabouts? If someone's watching you, you're certainly taking a risk talking to us. It's right under my pant leg here. Ah, an ankle bracelet. Very fashionable. It's monitored via GPS, so no matter where I go, they can follow me. Except for some fortified buildings and underground facilities. I know you want to avoid handcuffs, but since Anton is supposed to meet us in Kiev, we'll cuff you before getting off the train. And you can carry your jacket over the cuffs if you like. Thank you, sir. Hopefully... This nightmare will soon be over. They're breaking off their chase. Get us to the surface as quickly as possible. Yes, ma'am. You think they're really broken off from us? They're not going to give up that easily. We need to get to the prison as fast as you can. I'll get you there as fast as this old bucket will make it. Can't work miracles. I'm paying you good monetary units to get me to Latumas. Yeah, you're paying me well, but you didn't tell me I'd be running from me own skipper. Don't worry. Monetary units talk louder than crew loyalty. You'd better live up to your end of the bargain. Then you'd better buckle yourself in. We took quite a beating going through the closed portal. I might say she's a bucket of bolts, but she's been a good ship. She'll make it. You ready on navigation? I know what to do. You just fly this thing and keep an eye on that radar. I don't trust any of them not to follow us. Re-entry angle is set. Entering the atmosphere. All gauges in the green. OAT is nominal. We are entering the ionization zone. Well, we'll lose our radar capabilities for a short time. We're now in the thermosphere. Spacecraft is stable. Come on, sweetheart. What? I'm talking to me ship. 200 clicks to the surface. Do you have a reading for the prison? It looks like 030 magnetic. Looks like? <laughs> well, it looks like we might land. We are approaching the mesosphere. Instrument approach navigations are online. Turn to 040 for course intercept. 040. We're passing through the stratosphere at 50 kilometers. Looks like we have a cloud cover. That could be to your advantage. I'll take whatever advantage I can get. Course intercept. Turning 050. Reducing speed to 250. Glide slope intercept. I'll need your eyes out the front. Let me know when you see those approach lights. Any signs of those fools yet? I'm a little busy right now. Flip that switch that's heard from the left on top. Switch us to radar. Sorry. I thought you were a good pilot. So what am I looking for? A ping. A ping? Really? You want me to look for a ping? Would you like me to come there and fly this approach? Hold on. Switching to radar view. Okay, looks clear. Now, can I finish this approach? You're lucky that you're the only pilot on board or you'd be skydiving early. Just get this thing on the ground. Yes, ma'am. With pleasure. We have entered the Latumus stratosphere. 
Anti-radar shield is still operable. Thank you. Gabby, reduce speed to two-thirds, and when we reach the surface, fly now. Roger that. Two-thirds and fly near as possible. I like it. Radar contact. The camera is flying the ILS approach into the prison airfield. Georgia, hail the bat, please. You are on open channel one. Bat one, this is the Mercury. Gotcha, Captain A. Go ahead. We're approaching the surface. What's your position? We're sitting having lunch. Where you guys been? You got to the surface that fast? That's the advantage of being an armored transport. We're heavily protected. We can come in like a meteor and not burn up. It's quite a ride. You gotta give me a crack at that sometime, Jocko. Hey, no problem. It'd be my pleasure. To put it in terms familiar with you, it's like going from driving a bus to a race car. All right. It's a date. Be advised that we're socked in here. I don't think there are minimums for a legal ILS approach. So, how did you manage to land? Very carefully. How far are you? At least 25 standard miles. I heard you were going fly NAP. I'll tell you right now. That's out the window. My radar shows the Canberra is starting its approach. What do you want to just do? We need to delay her landing. Is there anything you can do? Short of pulling on a runway, I'm not sure. And by the way, if I tried that, they might not see me in time to abort the landing. Before her pilot gets a visual on the runway, you shoot out the rectangular box at the end of it. Got it. That's a glide scope. They can't safely land without the fog. Target locked on. Fire. Target destroyed. Well, it worked. It looks like they're shooting a missed approach. She's eventually going to force him to land without an instrument approach. Can that be done? The camber will have to slow down to a near hover to land safely. Jocko, did your shot get any kind of response from the ground? Negative that. Are you thinking she's bluffing about the old prison being heavily guarded? It's starting to look that way. I'm going to take my squad and recon the facility. I'll leave Captain Tam here on the EMP cannon. If the Canberra lands, she can disable it. I like your plan. Be safe. Yep, roger that. Gabby, put us in a holding pattern over the prison. Marco, tune in the Latumus VOR. I'll set up a one-minute left-hand pattern. VOR tuned in. Gabby, would you like me to switch to autopilot? No thanks. I'm going old school. And before you ask, that just means manual. Like how we did it before the Robo 4 series was developed. If that is your wish. Marco, can you tell if they're shooting the published missed approach? <laughs> Liam is flying, so you can count on it. Let me know if they deviate. Roger that. That's your Mac. You've been awfully quiet. Yeah, I've been listening intently. That's me ship Liam's trying to land in this thick fog. If he can land in these conditions, I'll have to take my hat off to him. Liam's a good pilot. He won't try anything stupid. You mean, like steal your ship and fly it for a rage operative? Yeah, well, that's just plain stupid. But as a pilot, he won't take any unnecessary risks. The camera just broke off the missed approach. They're making a run for it, headed north. That's it. I've had enough of this. I'm going up to the cupola. Georgia, make sure the main cannon is fully charged. I will charge the EMP cannon. What are you going to do? That's my ship, and if I can't have her, nobody can. Huh. Where have I heard that before? Ah, Sam. 
Lenora, do you have everything? I do, but you may have to use a bigger stip if you want to take Sam's snacks. I don't see that many snacks. Don't listen to her. She's just jealous that I can eat like an elephant, but still maintain my slim figure. Slim? Seriously? So I take it you are transporting with what I see you have in hand? Yeah, I think I can hold out until we get settled in DC. Lenora, do you have what you need? How about a new partner? Actually, you will be teaming up with Kelly, and Sam will be teaming up with Barnes and Garrett. They left by car, but have already arrived in DC. They will meet you at the Stip Landing site. Garrett? All right, me amigo! He can pack away some food, too. For a human, that is. Well, now that you've settled that, your chariot waits. After you, princess. Hey, listen. You want to arrive in one piece? Why, certainly. I'll follow you. As I so often say, please hold on to the bar. for the jaws of certain death to close. What? I don't think that was right. It may not be right, but it's certainly true. The portal of death is now closed. You survived another portal crossing. Get out while you can. <laughs> well, that was an unusual arrival. To say the least, portal of death? Really, James? Think about it. Why do you think they'd warn people not to come out before the portal's closed? Because if they did, then they'd possibly... Well, I see your point. Well, you didn't step through one, so all is well. Anyway, it's good to see you both. Wow. Where are we? Our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. I know that, but why am I staring at some huge reptile through the door window? That's because we're in the Smithsonian, our national museum. This is an unusual place for a stip pad. Uh, we're in the storage basement. We have a small room set aside for us. Right this way. Sam, Lenora, I'm glad you two made it. It's good to see you again. I'm so glad we're going to work together. So, we've been going over the historical records that we had, and so far Scarlet has verified the basic information. I also have some promising leads in the works. Really? Like what? I made contact with a former military police member who was one of many on the scene that night. He felt there were some things missed and he's willing to talk. And I'm really excited about it. Well, sounds like you guys have gotten the ball rolling. I was kind of wondering... Oh, not to worry, Sam. We've got food ready for you. Wow, you know how to take care of your people. Then let's take our lunch first. Sam, if you don't mind, let us go through first before you hit the table. You guys are the best. So I take it that this ankle device is acting much like a GPS device one would use in their car or phone. This is a very sophisticated device. Most monitor bracelets have to stay in range of its transmitter. This device is designed to work much like the one in your car or phone, like Agent Simon alluded to. My position, direction and speed are fed to someone. They in turn inform whoever needs to be notified if I stray. And if you stray? They uh, send a mild shock to alert me that I need to contact them. I was told they would bring arms to my mum. 
that's criminal. And I'm not saying it's just against the law. It's against humanity. I have a feeling that people we are dealing with would justify any of their actions if it was a threat to their mission. How do you communicate with them? This burner phone. Travelling from country to country, there is bound to be a lot of dropped calls. In case of a lost signal, I plug this cord into the phone and the other end into this small port on the ankle bracelet. And it becomes a satellite phone. I heard about these in a Homeland briefing, but I didn't realise the technology was already here. Spot on, Agent Hawk. The only problem is whoever thought this up left me with a short cord. I have to cross my leg and lean over to use it. A typical tech geek design flaw. These guys never seem to field test these things properly. Based on what you told us, I see a problem here with our plan. You mean if we deviate from his instructions, they'll know instantly? Precisely. Jameson, do you know if there's any way we can track you? I watch them carefully as I set it up. Do you have a GPS app on your phone? I do. I use it all the time. You see this code displayed on the screen? This series of numbers? Yeah. Instead of a satellite tracking you, you're using the satellite to track me. So open location and select reverse. Okay. Then insert this frequency? Yeah. Now press enter. And voila, there I am. Traveling at 120 kilometers in Poland. So, we can now track you. This will be most useful if we lose you. I will deal with Anton at the station. So let me get off first. Kate, you let Jameson off when I signal you. I'll tug my right ear. I'll make my contact in the park. With the tracker, you'll be able to follow me out of sight. What are you going to tell Anton when you show up without Jameson? I'm going to tell him that we have you in custody and that you surrendered but won't talk. I'll also say that we had some security concerns given the political climate here in Kyiv. I'll tell him to meet us at the British Embassy and have Agent Doug also meet us there. If Anton is to spy, my guess is that he'll run, knowing all is lost. If that happens, I fear for my mum's safety. One thing to keep in mind, we had the very best assets of MI6 tracking her down. As important as this is to him, I'm guessing he'll head for the embassy to free you. This is all pretty risky. I won't lie to you, Jameson. It is risky. But it is what we have to do. I agree. I'm on board with the plan. Now try and get some rest. Things are about to get intense. Back to Major Jocko. Situation report. We just breached the prison. No sign of activity yet. We're making our way to the control room. According to Bella, that place is heavily fortified. Yeah, well, according to Bella, she's just a misunderstood devoted worker. I copy that. Break, break, bat. One to Mercury. Go for Mercury. Did you copy the Major? We copied. Negative contact with any hostile force. The Canberra's just broken off from their missed approach procedure. Major Jocko, we recommend you rejoin the bat and join in the pursuit. Copy that. This is Bat-1. I'll ground taxi up to the prison entrance and pick you up. Roger that. We're on our way. Do we have any idea where she's headed, Jet? The present course suggests she might be headed to an old airfield just north of the prison. This is the ultimate irony. And what makes you say that? When Wi-Fi hijacked the Mercury, he thought he had sent us into an uncontrolled tumble to the surface of Latumis. We dumped the cargo to make it look like we burned up on entry. Was that with your Jubatan pilot, Sheena? Yeah. It's an old training airfield with lots of warehouses. Sheena and I managed to escape when we commandeered a rage fighter. 
Sheena and Rick later went back and found the parts they needed to fix the mercury. So Wi-Fi sent the mercury into the Latumus atmosphere to burn up, and now we're chasing him to the same airfield where you did a forced landing. That's about right. Oh, well, you know what they say about karma. I know the answer to that, Gabby. He is a female dog, wolf, fox, or otter. Uh, in a manner of speaking, yeah. Mercury was saddled up and a route to the airfield. Copy that. Marco, do you have any weather info? Low ceiling, but VFR on top until 2000. Joe Mac, do you have a visual yet? Negative on visual. We need to pick up the pace. Gabby, increase speed to maximum safe Mach limits. Everyone strap in. Increasing to Mach 3.2. Joe Mac, keep your eyes peeled. We're going about five times faster than the Kinbara. Punch it, Gabby. We're going to catch ya. I have scanned possible landing sites for the Canberra. Aerodrome Bravo Romeo 549 is reported to have Rage fighters in storage. If she can get there in time, she could send fighters in all directions. Letter. At least I'll get me ship back. You can go and chase her to your heart's content after we land. Joe Mac, our number one priority is to apprehend Bella and Wi-Fi. Securing your ship is secondary. Yeah? Well, maybe to you it is. Radar contact, bearing 040, 2,520 standard miles and closing. Turning to 040, reducing airspeed. I have a visual. It's me ship. Bogey is changing course, heading north. Setting up course intercept. Distance is now 15. She's starting a descent. Well, we can't let her get into this cloud cover. Georgia, what's our closing rate? We are closing at 0.52 standard miles per second. Currently 12 miles out. Marco, how long before she drops into the cloud cover? I estimate 10 standard seconds. It's like I said. If I can't have her, nobody can. Joe Mac, what the crow are you doing? I'm getting me ship back. Firing in three, two, one. As Joe Mac just shot down his own ship, will Simon convince Anton of his plan and will Garrett get the help he needs for Scarlet? Find out in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles Showdown on Latumus.